Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey, what's happening, Rush Nation? It's Murph here. It's Friday. It's time for the Matchups Pod. And don't forget, the show is brought to you by Manscaped. You can get 20% off at manscaped.com. Invest in the best in below the men's waist grooming with the Tom Brady of Lawn Mower Trimmers. The Lawnmower 4.0, fantastic tool. Lots of other great products. I've been using the crop, uh, the crop cleanser and the crop preserver as well. They're brilliant tools. Um, great cleansers to great hair, body wash, smell nice. Wife uh, likes it as well. So uh, you can check out and use the the code five yard at manscaped.com for twenty percent off absolutely everything and free global shipping. So make sure you take advantage of that. And thank you for supporting our sponsors who support the show and help keep us running. This is the Matchups Pod. Uh, obviously slightly different we do have the game in london uh this week so there is a slight kink in the fact that we've got an even earlier game i won't be there um made that pretty clear months ago a few things going on with me i'm still also not quite 100 percent. so i think even if uh, i wasn't moving house and we weren't in the pandemic i'm still not sure how if i would have been able to muscle through anyway so <laughs> made this much easier so uh but i hope you all have a great time and um hope you'll enjoy it and definitely next year or 
uh, I look forward to meeting with as many of you as, as, as I can and, and will. So um, let's kick off this week. Let's start with the, the Giants. Um, sorry, with the Jets. <laughs> I'm going to get a shot for that one. The Jets at the Falcons um, or what is effectively in, in London. And really, you know, there's there's very few startable options in this game. These are two particularly, particularly bad teams. Um, really all we're looking at in this game um, now with no Ridley coming over for personal reasons. I don't think this is a game I'd be starting Michael Carter. So I'm in a really, really deep league. I effectively only really want to start three players in this game. And that is Corey Davis for the Jets. And he's the only one for me that remains startable most weeks. He's kind of a, a flex play most weeks. Um, but he's someone I do, uh, do think he does hold on. I've got him at 25 on the week. So just outside that, uh, might receive a two range, so definitely someone who's startable this week. Uh, the only other options for me are Cordell Patterson, and obviously has that appeal of starting it at running back. I do have him at running back 15 on the week, um, definitely a startable option this week there. And Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is also startable in this game. Uh, I have him at 10 on the week. Other than that, everyone keeps asking me about Zacchaeus. I've moved the gears up in my rankings but for me it's it's a struggle to put him like too high because of just how you know you're relying on this depth of target of Matt Ryan that just isn't particularly strong so you know potentially like gamble flex play sure but uh, yeah no more than that Philly at Carolina um, this should be a really really interesting uh, game both of these teams uh, are really showing what they can do. I, I know Philly, everyone's a bit sort of down on them. They're kind of a bit inconsistent, but they do have tools, they have weapons. They're also quite a young team as well. So let's start with uh, Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts is easily a must-start quarterback most weeks. Uh, he's riding high right now. I have him at quarterback six on the week. Uh, Miles Sanders is a real concern for me. Um, I talked about this on the Patreon cast. And if you haven't had a chance to subscribe to the Patreon, do, because do a, a buy a bi-monthly podcast on there. I talked about the Russian chairs and I am deeply concerned about what's going on in that situation. So much so I have Miles Sanders at 24 um, and I'm actually slightly higher than consensus on him um, and Kenneth Gainwell at 36. So they're both startable options, but they both kind of eat from each other. It's a bit of a, a bit of an issue moving forward. Um, and it comes to Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is a start play. Uh, he's probably at best of flex. I've got him at 34. But you can definitely sit here. Uh, you can definitely play him. I wouldn't be starting any of the other wide receivers at this stage. And then we've got the tight end situation. Zach Ertz is starting to pick up and, and get some work. I've got him at 16 on the week. I have uh, Dallas Goddard at eight on the week. So they're all startable. Now it comes to Carolina. Sam Darnold is now a startable option most weeks. Um, I still have him slightly low. I think this Philly defense is, is sneakily good. So I have him at 16 on the week. I'm slightly lower than consensus on him. But if you picked him up, if you've got him as a fill-in um, quarterback, you can start him comfortably this week. Christian McCaffrey, is it going to return? It looks like he might return. Um, obviously, if he does, he becomes a bona fide high-end high running back. I'm, I haven't quite got him into my rankings yet. I'm still kind of sitting on what to do here. Uh, I still have Tuba, uh, Tuba Hubbard in there because I'm just not entirely sure what's going to happen. If Tuba Hubbard uh, is the lead in the back, he'll be running back 20 on the week, and that's kind of the best he's going to get because Royce Freeman is, is going to take some work, um, uh, and Rodney's there. Rodney Smith's going to take work as well. So, uh, yeah, and just 
if McCaffrey's there, yeah, you, you obviously have to play him, but just keep an eye on that one. Uh, we're not really going to know till game time with that. I hadn't initially expected him to even be available, so the fact he's rebounded quite quickly is uh, is testament to his health. Um, DJ Moore is a smash play this week. I think this is a really good spot for him. I have him at nine on the week. Um, I don't have any of the other receivers worthy of playing. I mean, you can start Rodney Anderson as a flex player. I have him around about wide receiver 50. I'm not starting either of the tight ends here in this matchup either. Not a bad matchup for the Carolina D. They're one of the stronger Ds right now, as we've seen. But just, um, you know, with that rushing ability of Jalen Hurts, don't be surprised if they turn the Jets on. We got the Green Bay Packers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals have started really well this season. Packers is, uh, have started to get rolling now. Very, very narrow team. Rogers, Jones, Adams are all going to be uh, high in their position. I have Aaron Jones at two on the week. I have Adams uh, at wide receiver one on the week. I actually have a little lower on Rogers. I have him at 13 uh, on the week. Uh, consensus is 11. Just think as, you, as we've sort of seen, even when he's playing well, he's not getting those big numbers that we kind of got last year until that happens. I'm just a little conservative on him. Randall Cobb is a, a flex play in this one at best. Robert Tonyan not really got going this year. It's not a huge surprise. I have him at 18 on the week. Probably not someone I'd be eager to start. Whereas Joe Burrow is an interesting start this week, but he's not. I've got him at 10. I actually have him quite a bit over consensus. I don't think that these Green Bay corners are great. And I think that with with Higgins back, with Chase and Boyd, I think all three are startable options. I think you can feel quite comfortable starting all three. This backfield is dicey. Do we think Mixon goes? I'm not so sure. I don't think he does. I think it's going to be a mixture of Evans and, and P. Ryan and maybe Mixon, if he's fit, might get some work. I'd stay away from it. I think uh, I, I literally don't want any part of uh, the running backs here. I really, all I want is Burrow and the three wide receivers, Higgins, Chase, Boyd. I'm not starting Azuma despite his great game on Thursday Night Football a while ago. And then we've got New England at Houston. <laughs> I don't think this is a game I'm particularly going to look forward to watching this week. It'll probably be one of my last games I think I'll watch. I think it'll be quite low scoring, actually. Um, again, let's talk about just the players that I, I would start in this. Um, if Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks gets a start, Jacoby Myers, I'd start. Uh, Nelson Aguilar would be a flex play. And Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. They're it. That's literally who I would start in this game. I wouldn't start about anyone else. These are two very, very poor offensive teams. And everyone's talking about Harris. Harris could rebound this week. He could. Um, but, you know, he didn't run very well against the Buccaneers. I know it's the Buccaneers. I have him at 25 on the week. I guess if you've got him and you're thin at the position, I get starting him. But... Just don't expect too much out of him. I kind of have him in that Miles Sanders, Latavius Murray area. So not someone that I'm expecting great things off. If you have better options, start him. But if not, then yeah, I get it. And the same kind of goes for, for David Johnson. But I have him a lot lower as well. So I'd be trying to stay away from that situation altogether. Um, Tennessee, Jacksonville now. Here we go with Tennessee. Tennessee, Derek Henry, he's put up multiple 200-yard games against the, ten, uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually think this defense is better this year um, and probably not had a lot of credit that they deserve so far. So I do think that he is my number one on the week. I do think he will go off for sure. But just, you know, keep that in mind. It's not necessarily 
he's going to go off for this big yardage. But I mean, he could do. He's getting all the volume right now. He's on pace for like nearly 500 carries this year. So it's very possible. I'm not starting either quarterback in, in this game. Um, that's one thing for sure. Really, from, and we're worrying and waiting on the health of AJ Brown and Julio Jones. At this moment, I'm just struggling to think about where to even put them. Uh, I'm really waiting on news. So I, I'm getting more conservative with my ranks and just not putting them in until nearer the, nearer the time. So if they go, I put AJ Brown as a low end wide receiver too, just for health reasons. But if he gets a clean bit of health, maybe I put him a bit higher. AJ Jones is ranked around 40, 50 uh, for that sort of similar reason. I'm not starting at uh, Ferg, so he's really not got off to a good start here at all. Um, if neither of those go, Jeremy McNichols is a sneaky flex play because of all the catches, especially in PPR leagues. He got a lot of targets last week, so one to keep an eye on. Jacksonville, I'm all about. James Robinson, he got a huge share, 95% uh, snap share last week, and he really made it work. So for, for me, it's Robinson. It's um, Chenault, I would expect to get more work. Marvin Jones, I've got a wide receiver 27 on the week, so he's someone I feel uh, pretty good on and feel like he can contribute. I have the risk of Chenault at 37, and he might even move up slightly. I think he's going to get some real work in this in this offense. So um, quite a thin game from a player perspective, but now, I think there's some showstoppers potentially in here, especially with Henry leading them from the front. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, what do we say about Detroit? It's the same thing every week, really. Um, for me, it's Swift. Swift is one of the best running backs in football right now. He's really uh, hammering the opportunity he's getting. I've got him at seven on the week. Um, Williams is a, is a flex play. Uh, usage is starting to go down a little bit. Um, so I have him at 38. So he's the best of flex play. Hopefully you'll have wide receivers that are better usage there. That usage is going down. So just be a little bit careful. As for the wide receivers, the only one I want to touch here is Khalif Raymond. Um, maybe Quincy Cephas in the PPR. But yeah, um, both of those guys are flex at absolute desperation. And then Hawkinson, of course, you're starting. He is going to be in the tight end. One conversation, I have him on the week at three. Um Kirk Cousins is startable in this game, and I think he's someone you should feel quite comfortable um, firing up. I actually have him at nine on the week. I think this is a, a real play. Um, Dalvin Cook is going to... Uh, I've got him at nine. I just think they're going to be slightly conservative with him and give Madison some work, um, but I still think he's a solid uh, running back. One choice, and you've got to fire up everyone here. You've got to fire, fire up Jefferson. You've got to fire up Phelan. You've got to fire up Conklin. Um, Jefferson, I have at wide receiver six. I have feeling that wide receiver 17 I wouldn't be surprised if I move him up. And Conklin as well, I'm starting in this game as well. And the Vikings D is a great streaming option here. Um, Denver versus Pittsburgh. Battle of the defences here against two pretty ordinary offences. We're waiting on the health of, of Teddy Bridgewater, but I think he will probably go. But either way, I'm not starting either the quarterbacks in, in this one. Um Javonta Williams and, and, and Melvin Gordon. It looks like Melvin Gordon's going to play. I have them back-to-back as, as running back threes. Um, I think that against this defense, they're probably worth a sit unless you're desperate. But um, yeah, actually, I have Melvin Gordon at 34. I have Javonta Williams at 37. So um, yeah, that tells you everything you need to know. There. And uh, in terms of Court and Sutton, he's probably the only, him and Noah Fan are probably the only two Broncos I would have any exposure to this week. I've caught something in wide receiver 28. Uh, no fan is in the wide receiver, uh, tight end one conversation. I have him hovering at 12. So they're probably the only two Denver Broncos I would say are must starts this week. Very similar story for Pittsburgh. Uh, Najee Harris with all that volume is absolutely a smash player. must start uh, every week, even though this is a good defense. I still have him at 
running back 10. Then we've got Johnson and Claypool, absolutely start options. Juju's the one I wouldn't start. He's clearly not getting the work. I didn't think he would start a season. I did advise people to sit him. Um, I always thought it was going to be the odd man out on a one-year contract. So um, definitely start Johnson, definitely start Claypool. Uh, just keep an eye on the injury to Claypool. I, mean, I have Deontay Johnson at 15. I have Claypool a little bit lower because I'm just a little unsure of his injury. Uh, but he'd be sitting in that sort of low end wide receiver two range for sure. I don't want any of the tight ends in this uh, for Pittsburgh either in this one. Uh, Miami at Tampa Bay. Uh, this is going to be for the state championship, quote unquote. Um, it, right. I don't want Preset. Um, I don't want any of the running backs. Uh, Miles Gaskin is pretty much dead. You, if you've got him on your rosters, you can you can drop him. He's pretty much uh, toast. Um, Malcolm Brown is kind of the lead dog, but even so, that's not an impressive uh, workload he's going to be getting there. <laughs> you've got... I don't. So I've got Jalen Waddle at 38 on the week. I have Devontae Parker at 42. I guess for me, they're the only two wide receivers that are startable in here. And I have Mike Kazicki at 13. And I'm lower on Mike Kazicki than Consensus. Consensus has been about seven. They're probably the only players from Miami that I think are even relevant to fantasy football right now. So if you invested heavily in Miami, um, you're struggling right now. It's, it's going to be tough. And this defense is pretty good. But they do give up points to tight ends. So maybe Kazicki is someone to reflect on and look at. Obviously, Brady is a, is a must-start, even against this de- this defense. I have him at eight in the week. Fournette is clearly usurped uh, Ronald Jones, and he's at the top of this tree now. So I have Leonard Fournette at 22 on the week, running back 22. He is now in a startable position. And then I have him in Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. I have all of them as wide receiver two. is all about eight places apart. So uh, in that order, actually, Evans, Godwin, then Brown. Yeah, start all of them. Um, as for tight end, I, I, I wouldn't risk starting to camera break this week, but it wouldn't shock me if he picked up a touchdown. Last one from the early slate of games is New, or New Orleans at Washington. New Orleans, Alvin Kamara is getting a lot of rushing, but he's not getting any targets, and that's a real concern. So, um, But you have to start him, and hopefully this is a really good week for him to to bounce back. I have Alvin Kamara at six on the week. Kazanis uh, has him at two. A bit confused by that. I think everyone's sort of written off this Washington defense. I don't think it's as bad as people uh, think it is. But really, I would say right now, other than maybe a Callaway Hail Mary shot at, at wide receiver flex position. I would say the only the only parts of this I want are the New Orleans Saints defense and, and Alvin Kamara. I don't want anyone else. Uh, as for Washington, uh, Taylor Heineke's not startable. Antonio Gibson, slight concern over usage, but uh, he sits in comfortably the running back two conversation at 18. JD McKissick, I have as a flex play. I have him uh, someone you can consider round about running about 30, 31. Actually, I've got him. Of course, you start uh, Scary Terry. Scary Terry is the only wide receiver option I would start this week. A lot of people are excited about Curtis Samuel. still think it's too early. I'm not starting Ricky Seals-Jones or any of the tight ends here in place of Logan Thomas. So really, really thin this game as well. I think it's another one that's going to be a bit of a tough watch and not one for fantasy. I think most of the fantasy studs are going to come in the later games. That's one thing I can tell you for sure. Before we get to the evening games, just want to update a couple of bits of news that have just come in as I've been recording this. And that's, first of all, Christian McCaffrey's doubtful to go on Sunday. So likely needs another week is what they're saying. So pretty, pretty, yeah, I mean, I'm not overly shocked as I was kind of talking through earlier. It wouldn't shock me if he did play, but 
um, you know, he's probably unlikely to go. So doubtful. Take that as he's probably not going to go. So, yeah, Chuba Hubbard, uh, number 20 in my running back ranks this week. Darren Cook is listed as questionable. So that just means I, I do think he'll go. I just think he'll be on a bit of a count. Um, and I think Madison will still get a bit of a role. And Chase Edmonds, who we haven't talked about yet, is a game time decision. So we'll get to that game in, in just a moment um, and talk about what I would do there. And the other bit of news that's come in just now as I'm talking, uh, Rob Gronkowski is not going to play this week and neither, uh, but Teddy Bridgewater is as well as also T Higgins is going to play. So that catches everything up. Let's go to Chicago versus Las Vegas. And so with Chicago this week, I don't think Justin Fields is startable just yet in fantasy football, but I do think he, he will get there. I don't think this is the week for him. I've got him at 19, and I'm even slightly over consensus on that. But I do like Damian Williams this week. I've got him in at 14 on the week. And I think this is, you know, you can just basically plug and play what David Montgomery was doing. I think David Williams now comes in for the next four and five weeks, has a very, very relevant role. So I really like him as an option this week. Lots of question marks and people doubting Alan Robinson. Now, I have him at 29 on the week, which is in line with consensus. And I have Darnell Mooney at 30 right behind him, which is over consensus. I think they're bridging back to back wide receiver threes. And that's basically how you should view them until further notice. And they certainly wouldn't be starting the tight ends or anyone else in this game. So Damian Williams, uh, Robinson and Mooney are all startable this week. No one else is. And then you've got the Raiders who, you know, have been really, really good. Uh, Derek Carr have on 17 in the week. So again, I think others uh, would be preferred. Jacobs is someone who's doing quite well considering you know, he's had injuries. He, Kenya Drake came in. I haven't met 23 on the week. Wouldn't shock me if he outperformed that. He's definitely in starter territory for sure. Um, and I think as the trends are going, he's starting to get more and more work. And Kenyon Drake is starting to get less and less work. I have Kenyon Drake 40 on the week. So um, debatable whether you would actually start him. And then you've got the wide receivers. I just wouldn't start them. Um, I don't think any of them. If I had to pick one, I'd pick Hunter Renfro. I have him at 44. Uh, Rugs at 48. So uh, I've got him in flex territory. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be desperate to start uh, any of them this week. Brian Edwards, by the way, I have at 61. And I'm over consensus on that. And then, of course, you've got Darren Waller. Darren Waller is an easy play this week. I have him as the tight end two on the week. So, of course, you start him. Um, and you've got Cleveland against the Chargers. And again, in this one, not tons of options here for the Browns that you're looking overly confident with. Um, I've got Kamara at running back six. I've got Cream Hunt at running back 12. So definitely both of those are heavily startable. And the only other starting option really in this one, I mean, you could start Baker Mayfield if you're sort of desperate. I mean, he's a mid-range or high-end sort of, quarterback two but there's no upside there I wouldn't be starting him unless I was literally desperate and if you have to he's fine like he's not going to lose you weeks but he's not someone who's um, someone desperate to start I've read Del Beckham at 41 why do you see him 41 on the week so he's someone you can play but um, flex that best option for him 
Um, now we come to the Chargers, and I have Justin Herbert at 14 on the week. I think this Browns defense is good. I think they will force uh, turnovers here. I've lost in Eckler at five, running back five on the week, so um, a smash must start play. Um, and then I have Keenan Allen at 10, and I have Mike Williams at 16. So both of these guys I have um, quite high up in my rankings for this week. I think they're good matchups. They will ball out. Um, but yeah, I'm just worried about the Herbert turnovers. This is the only thing I'm slightly concerned about, which is why I have them slightly down and we'll stop some yardage plays coming. Um, I wouldn't be starting anyone else. I think it would just be for me, uh, uh, Herbert, Eckler, uh, Williams and Keenan Allen. Um, Jared Cook is, if you're looking for touchdowns um, in your tight end, you're sort of streaming, it's fine, but there are better options out there, if uh, if I'm honest with you. Sam Van uh, against the... Um, against the Arizona Cardinals. Trey Lance looks like he's going to get the start this week. I have him at quarterback 12 for the week. So someone who I um, am quite happy to start in places and think he's someone that will do a, a good job. I, I'm not entirely sure. Elijah Mitchell's questionable. I'm not so sure he's going to go this week, but it's something to keep an eye on. I think it'll be a game time decision. Um, I've got him in rankings that he's not going to go. Um, and if that's the case, I have Trey Sermon at 27. Um, but if he does go, I'll be moving them both down and both of them won't be in that starting uh, territory. That's uh, one thing I can tell you for sure. I'm, I'm really high on Debo Samuel. Uh, this week I have Debo Samuel at eight. So he's someone I'm definitely uh, happy to to go on, um, but nobody else really. Brad and I, I have a 45, so maybe a desperation flex play, but nothing more than that. Um, and then I have George Kittle at six. Just there's been slight concern to him. Um, I have to put him there because of the talent, but let's see what he does now with uh, Trey Lance. Um, other things to mention, Robbie Gould has gone to IR. Joey Sly has been the kicker they picked up. Not a bad shout if you need a kicker this week. Um, definitely one to to consider. Uh, as for Arizona, this is, again, we've just talked about Chase Edmonds, so that would elevate Connor up quite significantly if he doesn't go. Um, at the moment, I have Chase Edmonds at 19. Um, and I actually have Connor at have Connor at 44, and I'm low on Connor. Actually, I think I've probably got him too low. I probably need to move him up into running about three territory after last week. So, But he might go up even higher uh, if Evans doesn't go. Uh, and then the way I've got these wide receiver ranks, DeAndre Hopkins I have at 11 on the week. And then I've got... AJ Green at 39, and I have Christian Kirk at 46. So both those guys are flex options as well. Ronda Moore, I have at 50. So you could start any of those guys in your flex. Um, I think there's better options here than Max Williams at, at tight end, if I'm truly honest with you. Um, divisional rivalry, the Giants versus the Cowboys. Uh, this one's a... You know, this one start as many people as you can. Daniel Jones I have at 15, but wouldn't blame me for starting him. I think there's upside to starting him this week. Saquon's looking like he's returning back to Saquon Barkley best. Uh, I have him at four on the week. Um, the wide receivers, it all depends on Shepard. If Shepard is fit and he goes, then, you know, I'm down on everybody else. I'd just be banking on Shepard. At the moment, I have Golladay at 47. And I'm sort of relying on Shepard to, to come in. Shepard would be a low-end wide receiver too, 
mid wide receiver three for me. Depends on how healthy he is. He's the one wide receiver in this team I would uh, want to be playing. And if Shepard is fit, that's bad news for Kadarius Tony as well. Uh, but that's really all I'm looking to be starting for the Giants is Jones, Barkley, and maybe um, Shepard. And then Golladay at best is a, is a flex. Um, deeper league, if you're really, really stretched, John Ross might be a decent um, pickup to, to get a touchdown this week. Um, but I'm not banking on that. I've not put that in my rankings. Uh, Dallas, on the other hand, again, pretty straightforward. Uh, Dak Prescott is uh, number four on the week for me. Ezekiel Elliott running back three. So those guys must start. Don't need me to tell you that. CeeDee Lamb, I think, has a bounce back week. I have him at seven. I am bullish and over consensus on him. Mari Cooper, I have at 19. So again, you can start both those guys uh, very comfortably as you would each week. Don't worry about the occasional blank. That's going to happen at the position. Uh, And then we have the tight ends. I have Dalton Shorts at tight end five. I am bullish and over consensus on him. um, And I think he's a good starting option. And I have Blake Jarwin at uh, tight end 22. So not startable, but if you're desperate, then then go for it. Sunday Night Football is an absolute... uh, classic waiting to happen i cannot wait for this game i think this is easily the game of the week and the game i'm most excited to watch on monday morning and probably the game i put on first um after the tampa miami game if i don't watch that one live i kind of sometimes have it on two screens sometimes i uh, just watch red zone i kind of just pick and choose uh, how i'm gonna go with it um but yeah buffalo versus kansas city um this is pretty straightforward you've obviously started both quarterbacks in this game uh, in terms of the running backs here, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I have at 17. I actually have Zach Moss at 28 on the week. So uh, both of those are starting options. Uh, but I would say that Zach Moss is a low-end RB2, probably a flex at best. Uh, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is definitely in that running back two territory. Devin Singletree, I have at 30. So again, very similar to where I have um Zach Moss, but I would never really start Singletree because I don't see the upside, whereas at least with Moss with those touchdowns, um, I can see more upside with him. Obviously, you're starting Diggs and Hill. You don't need me to tell you that. Both of those are wide receiver ones. I've got Hill at wide receiver two on the week, Diggs at wide receiver four on the week. And then the only other ones I'd be looking to start this week, Manuel Sanders I have at 33 on the week. And then I also have... Cole Beasley at 43. So you can start both those guys quite comfortably. Um, I wouldn't be starting Nicole Hartman unless absolutely desperate. I have him at 60 on the week. And of course, you'd be playing Dawson Knox and also uh, Travis Kelsey. I have Dawson Knox at seven on the week. Travis Kelsey, of course, is my tight end one on the week. Monday Night Football could be a bit of a defensive affair. Indianapolis Colts versus Baltimore Ravens. And really, it's just about a couple of players for the Colts here. Their offense is just not going very well right now. Um, I have Jonathan Taylor at running back 13 on the week. I think this run defense is not shown to be as well. I mean, they're ranking dead last Baltimore Ravens in run defense. I think that changes. I think they're a better team than than that, definitely defensively. Um, I think that will correct back to the mean. I think they'll hold. Jonathan Taylor here. I wouldn't be starting Naheem Hines. I wouldn't be starting Marlon Mack. Um, Marlon Mack is taking away from Naheem Hines. I think that's a real issue. So I'd be benching. You can even consider possibly dropping Naheem Hines, but I would hold just because Marlon Mack is going to get traded at some point before the deadline, we hope. Wide receivers, the only one I want to start here is Michael Pittman. But again, he's a flex play at best. 
I kind of am scratching with a wide receiver 36 for Pittman uh, this week. Uh, when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, you're obviously starting Lamar Jackson. Latavius Murray holds this backfield. I've got him on the fringes of the running back two conversation. I have Lamar Jackson at five, by the way, on the week, if anyone was curious. I have Latavius Murray at running back 26. I have Marquise Hollywood-Brown at wide receiver 22. And then as an absolute desperation flex play, you could start Sammy Watkins. I wouldn't advise it personally. I have Sammy Watkins at wide receiver 57 on the week. Um, and then, of course, you can start Mark Andrews as well. He's not had the best starts to seasons, um, so I faded him slightly, but I do think he rebounds this week, and I have him at tight end four. And obviously, you'll start the kickers, and potentially you'll start the Baltimore Ravens D this week. This looks like a good matchup for them. That'll do it for the matchups pod. Get this out to you ASAP. Enjoy your Friday nights. Enjoy your weekends. If you're going to the game, do enjoy the game. It should be an... Uh, yeah, maybe not the best game, but hopefully there's plenty of entertainment and we don't get a blowout. So I guess what I will once they won at least a competitive game. You'd rather have a competitive game, even if it's low scoring than you know a 35 to nothing game that we've seen in the past here. So uh, but good luck, enjoy it. Look forward to seeing pics on social media. Uh, have a great weekend. Good luck with everything. Don't forget start sits. I will try and get to some if I can, but realistically, uh the best way to do that is through Patreon. So go through there. Um, just search uh, patreon.com forward slash 5 rush. Join on there. Get access to our exclusive channel um, and lots of other great content on there like the Patreon cast. There's lots of extra content and bits and pieces. Plus you can get merchandise and, and stuff like that. So go check it out. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Don't forget to check out manscaped.com. Support the sponsors of our show. And yeah, as always, don't forget to keep rushing. HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.